My name is B. King, and you are now listening to the Life, Faith, and Mental Health Podcast. This is the place where we specialize in reconciling the pieces that make you whole. Now, before we jump into today's topic, please note that this podcast is not designed to be a substitute for professional counseling. For more information on how you can get connected to a counselor, please visit imaginationbeautiful.com. Hey, saints. How y'all doing? Y'all all right? I hope that y'all are having an amazing day and that, you know, life is looking good. You know what I'm saying? Things are going well. Whatever challenges you may be facing, honey, we're going to deal with that today. So I ain't even going to worry about it. Okay. I need you to not worry about it either because worrying does nothing. Worrying, that ain't even, see, it always be something. Worrying does nothing. It is not a solution. And sometimes in life, we have these moments where we have the sense that we've taken one step forward and 10 steps back. And that's what has led me to this mornings. Well, whenever you listening to it, how about that? It's morning here in this particular moment, but whatever moment that you're in, howdy. (laughs) And that's what we're going to deal with today. But first, y'all know, I always like to say thank you so much to each and every person who listens. Like, who y'all? I cannot wait. Y'all just don't know, honey, but my schedule is getting ready to change. And when it changes, my life will be blessed, okay? Because my schedule will be real tight. And I just kind of record and be like, Lord, I pray whoever listens, listens. And y'all still be listening. Y'all, that was so not correct English. (laughs) But y'all listen, okay? And I'm grateful. So for today's topic, one step forward, 10 steps back. Who can say that they felt this way before? It seems like soon as you get enough energy to get revved up, get moving forward and say, okay, I'm going to overcome this thing. I'm going to, I'm going to lose the weight. I'm going to save the money. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to finish the course. I'm going to follow through on the goal, whatever that may be. It's like, as soon as you get the energy to kind of get moving and you take that first step, something shows up and almost just instantly, seemingly propels you backward. I want to talk to the people that feel like, I want to talk to the people who that resonates with. I want to talk to the people who perhaps you're in the process of trying to make that step forward. But in the back of your mind is saying, you know, you always go back. You know, it don't ever work out. You know, you always fail. I want to talk to the person who took the step forward and is currently in a state of feeling stuck and thinking, why did I even try? This conversation, this podcast, this episode is 100% for you. And I'll be honest, I started not to even do it. I tell you, I tell you, boy, the way just, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't know. Is this not fresh enough content? Is this not good enough? Ain't that crazy? Ain't that crazy how the enemy, even when you in motion, He'll try to say, well, hold on, you don't need to be doing this. And that's a whole nother conversation, being able to distinguish 
toying with the Holy Spirit got going on and when the enemy trying to hold you back. But that ain't that ain't today. That ain't today. I'm, I'll jot that in my notes so we can cover that. But I just want to keep today simple. And I'm excited about uh, some of the points for today. So if you are taking notes, by all means do so. If you're driving in the car and something really resonates in your heart, then at the red light, you know, maybe jot it down there. I don't know if they give tickets for jotting things down at the red light or wait till you get home. Okay. Wait till you get home and just write it down. Keep it on your heart. So the first thing that I want to talk about is how we identify steps is backward. What is it in our mind that delineates between forward and backward? Because you see, in order to identify one from the other, that means that we have to have already made a decision in our mind of what each one is, like how they're defined. And that looks different for everybody. You got to have an understanding of what is it that I'm identifying as forward movement and what is it that I'm identifying as backward movement. Y'all know I love definitions, right? But this is one that you got to get for yourself. Because my definition of forward movement in a particular area versus yours may be very different. And that's okay. But you need to know what you're working with. Because see, a lot of times you we we take these steps, the, these motions toward whatever it is we're working on. And then unless everything is 100% perfect, we're identifying it as failure. Well, that's probably a little irrational. You know, don't, I mean, you know, you know, I mean, you know, come on now. A hundred percent perfect in the 2021. I mean, come on now. So that may be irrational. So you need to understand what frame of reference you're working with. And I want you to also recognize this in order to identify something as backward. There must have been a season where you identified what is now backwards as normal. Let me say that one more time. In order to identify a step is backwards, there must have been a season where you identified what is now considered backwards as normal. Why is this important? Because the only way you can identify it as back is because at some point you sat in that very space and that was normal. And the fact that now you can take something that was once normal and view it as backwards, that's progress. So perhaps this quote unquote step backwards is not even about the positioning, but about the mindset, because you have to have a changed mindset to view it differently. Come come on. I mean, that has blessed me. You have to have a changed mindset to view it differently. I mean, really. So that's something for you to consider, right? If you're currently sitting in a space where it seems as if you're moving backwards, you may want to pause and and recognize how am I even able to identify it as backwards? What's different in me? Why is this uncomfortable in this season? And it wasn't uncomfortable in the previous season, not to throw judgment on the previous season, but to learn from it, to learn from it, which leads me to my next point. Time does not move backwards. Your life only operates in forward movement. Your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you who are thinking you never get ahead. You who are thinking you fail every time. You who are thinking it's been over for me since it was over for me the last time. You, yes, you, your life only operates in forward movement, which means 
there is something for you to learn from this perceived backwards motion that wasn't available to you last time. God wastes nothing. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says he works all things together for the good of those that love him. The requirement in that scripture is love, not success, not money, not goal setting. The requirement in that scripture is love. And it says he works all things together for the good. All things, all things, all things. So if you look at your life with an all things mindset, you know that nothing has been wasted. And it's important to recognize that the power of life and death is in your tongue. The Bible literally says the power of life and death is in your tongue. So every time something doesn't go your way, something doesn't feel good, something isn't what you wanted it to be, don't speak death over it. And definitely don't speak that over yourself. You know, the enemy really tries to figure out how to get in where he fits in. And he uses these things like anxiety and depression and mental health, right, to to try to trap us and just being so negative and, and just speaking these these deadly and things over us. And I'm not just talking about a physical death, an emotional death, a mental death, a self-esteem death. Like those are the type of things that he tries to speak over us. And I'm not saying that for the purposes of going into the debate of is mental health demonic, right? Like, I think there, there's a ton of different ways that you can look at that. But let's be clear, nobody calls diabetes demonic, okay? <laughs> but I think that the enemy can use and will use whatever he can get his little hands on to just try. So if you anxious, worked up, worked up, worked up, worked up, all the things, all the things, all the things, that's a great opportunity to be like, oh, here we go. You ain't never gonna be nothing. You know, is that how you say it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like an opportunity to just sneak in there and, and say the and speak these horrible things. And, and I want you to start calling out the negative. I want you to start calling out the negative. Because perhaps what's going on is not of your doing. Maybe it's something that's happened to you. You know, maybe it's something that was outside of your control. Perhaps it was something of your own doing. Whatever the case may be, whatever the case may be, you don't have to give it the power to pull you backwards. One way to control what you can control is by choosing to speak life. It's a choice. It's a decision. It's an intentional act. And I don't know what your 10 steps back moment may look like. I don't know what it may, how it may feel, how it may impact your day to day, how it may sadden your heart, but you can speak life. You can speak life. Just try it. Stand up boldly. Go look in the mirror. Speak life to that situation. And then my next point is, I don't want you to be controlled by circumstance. You know, it's funny, me and my best friend tell jokes all the time about how, you know, we ate, uh, we had $25 one time between the two of us. We ain't asked nobody for nothing in that moment. Not because we were prideful, but because we were like, you know what, sis, we can do this. <laughs> we can figure this out, honey. So we went to the grocery store. We got us some hot dogs. Let me tell you what, a rotisserie chicken for uh, 3 or $4 and a pack of noodles 
At the time, a 12-pack was $1.44. I'll never forget it. And then Kool-Aid packs, you know, they were 10 for a dollar. Baby, you don't need all 10. Get you about four. Okay, that's about 40 cents. Is that about 40 cents? It was 10 for a dollar? I don't know. I'm not a mathematician, but you understand. <laughs> you understand where I'm trying to go with this. Okay? No, I had it right. It is 40 cents. Anyway, <laughs> I got a little lost in my numbers. I'm not a mathematician. But I'll never forget that. And we joke about that and we laugh about that. But the thing that I love about it is I remember feeling so excited. I do. I remember feeling so excited like, yo, we just did that. We did it. Some people could have looked at that same $25 and been like, man, I'm, it's over for me, bruh. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm stuck in this. I'm trapped here. Why me? Why me? But instead, we looked at that $25 and not with the, you know, I was an undergrad at the time. I didn't have the, the wherewithal and the, the knowledge of mental health or just even the wisdom that I have at this point in my life. We just made a decision that we wouldn't be controlled by our circumstance without even having the language of identifying it, of not being controlled by our circumstance. Some might call it survival. But whatever the case may be, I need you to make that kind of decision. Because you see, much of our life is looking at our circumstance and determining how between, between me and Jesus... We're going to squeeze some good out of this. His death is not in vain. His resurrection is not in vain. His position in heaven is not in vain. Even in the bad things that you may experience in a fallen world, God is still good. Your circumstance can't touch his plan for you. Your circumstance can't touch eternity. And so I need us to not be controlled by it, but instead make a decision to overcome, to shift our perspective, to learn from it, to speak life over it. And my last point for you, very simple. So y'all know I love the Anxiety and Phobia Workbook. I mean, it is like one of my top, top, top three go-tos. Straight up, like top three, like I love it. And it's time for me to check and see if a new edition is out because that's just how much I absolutely love it. So in the book, one of the chapters is titled Being Assertive. And I thought that these concepts would be appropriate for this episode simply because sometimes to take to take con control back in a healthy sense, you ain't got to control everything. Everything ain't got to be perfect. But just to have a healthy recognition of how to control what you can control. You, you can control speaking life. You could control taking that $25 and getting the rotisserie and the noodles instead of looking at the $25 and saying, you know, why me? Right. Like like those those are some things that you can take control of. But for some people, being assertive, whether it's personally or even uh, socially, is challenging. And sometimes we take these steps forward, but without the ability to properly assert ourselves, things just kind of naturally um, regress. So I want to give you some of the points. 
to help develop an assertive response. Now, this, this can be used, the way that the book breaks it down is like if you're dealing with conflict or you're dealing with an issue with another person or there's something going on that you don't like. There's something going on that makes you uncomfortable that, that's just not for you, right? Um, a situation or whatever the case may be. And so it gives some points of how to have an assertive response to these problematic moments and people. Number one, evaluate your rights. Now, when I saw this, I was like, now you can make that kingdom real quick. We could really be like, well, you know, based on scripture, I mean, we could really go for it, right? But um, when you think about this concept of evaluating your rights, one of the things it says is, what do you have a right to ask for in this situation? Are you asking for peace? Are you asking for reconciliation? Are you asking for wisdom? Are you asking for encouragement? Whatever the case may be, like what are the things that you have the right to ask for in this situation? And then designate a time. So in, in this scenario, it's talking about designating time to talk with somebody else. But I would venture to say designate a time to talk with self. Hey, self, you, you have shown out. You are fully tripping and you are really, you're running me low. Okay, self, you're running me low because you're constantly stressed. Everything is negative, and we're not going to keep on doing that. So designate a time to be intentional about it, intentional about addressing it. And then state the problem situation in terms of its consequences for you. State the problem situation in terms of its consequences for you. You can do this with another person. You can do this in your come to Jesus meeting with self. I keep thinking negatively. I, and I'm not saying this in a, in a beat yourself up way. I'm saying this in a let's evaluate and move, evaluate and move, right? And, and it, it keeps going. So this is just point number three. But state, I, I want you to seriously state the problem in, in the sense of consequences. Like what are some of the consequences of me giving up right here? Mm. What are some of the consequences of me giving up? What are some of the consequences of me not taking the next step forward? What are some of the consequences of me letting this situation hold me down? And then the next step is to express your feelings. These are I feel statements. And so, and so if you are somebody who struggles with identifying your feelings, I want you to go to handy dandy Google, our friend Google, and I want you to just uh, search emotions chart or feelings chart. You'll see a ton of different options come up there. There's some on Pinterest, but it looks like a bunch of different like uh, emojis, like smiley face emojis, but with different expressions. And underneath it, it's, it identifies that particular feeling. Use that as your guide. I feel. And then use that chart to kind of identify, well, what is it that I actually feel? If you're somebody who doesn't struggle with that, then cool. You don't, you don't necessarily need the chart. But um, just identify what it is that you feel. Because that's very important. We are led by our feelings, by our negative thoughts, by our fears, far more than what any of us would probably be able to readily recognize. Right? And so it's important to identify what it is that's going on, right? To intentionally kind of make that time to evaluate what it is that's going on. And then the last step of this whole being assertive, this next step in being assertive is making your request. 
And y'all know when I saw that, I was like, oh, that'll preach. <laughs> that'll preach now. Make your request. And I love how this progresses because even in identifying consequences, you, you don't have to stay there. Even in identifying feelings, some that may be very difficult, you don't have to stay there. And then you can make your request, whether that be through prayer, whether that be through dealing with a situation with somebody else that's involved. And then the last step that it mentions is state the consequences of gaining or not gaining the other person's cooperation. Now, y'all know we've been using this in the context of you having to come to Jesus meeting with self or you dealing with another person. And so what are the consequences of gaining or not gaining cooperation here? So I've made my request, but what's my part? What's their part? What am I expecting of them? What does that look like? And take that and work with what you have. If they don't cooperate, work with what you have. If they do cooperate, work with what you have. If it's you versus you, work with what you have. And I believe in my heart of hearts that God will honor it. And those are the ways that I believe you overcome the battle of being in the cycle of taking one step forward and 10 steps back. So I love y'all. I hope that you enjoyed the podcast. I hope that you tell your mama, sister, and friends to, to check it out, to come kick it with us down to the life, faith, and mental health podcast. For anybody that's listening, it's like, ooh, okay, let me make sure I got all the points. Do I Did I get it right? What I got, I'm going to run through them really quick. Point number one, to identify a step is backwards. There must have been a season where you identify what is now backwards is normal. That's progress. Point number two, time does not move backwards. Your life only operates in forward movement, which means there is something to learn every step of the way. Point number three, there is power of life and death in your tongue. Choose to speak life. Point number four, don't be controlled by your circumstance. And point number five, you can assert yourself by using some very simple steps. Evaluate your rights, designate a time, state the problem situation in terms of its consequences for you, express your feelings, make your requests, and last but not least, state the consequences of gaining or not gaining yours or the other person's cooperation. So I hope this has blessed you. I hope it helps you. And I pray that you continue to move forward in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I'll see y'all back next week for episode 21.